wait, what episode is this? Nope, nope. <laughs> you already... What episode is this? This is this is 206. 206, 206. guys. I'm not stopping. All right. Nah. <laughs> not worth stopping. Nah. So, yeah, yeah. Nah. <laughs> We're back. We're back from, the, one of those from shows. the last two games. Yeah, here we are. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, whatever. Um... Exactly. Whatever. <laughs> literally. Literally doesn't matter right now. Like, no. form... Whatever it's all it's all fucking going out the window. It's 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 all it's all trash, dude. Today today you guys today finally. Uh, I I know I. I'm gonna mute myself because I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, ch- I'm gonna ch- chomp on some chips. So I'll, you're gonna I'll, choke. <laughs> you're gonna choke on on what I'm about to say. I think today's the day the hope died, you guys. Really? Like me, Cause... me, the guy that 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 uh. has held out hope for this team. The the guy that always tries to look at any little shred of positivity when it comes to this team, it's dead, dude. Dead. Gone. Beaten out of me. Welcome to the club. Yeah. Welcome to 2020, right? Yeah, that too. You're still okay. I I understand that. I understand that me, personally, in my own life, I'm fine. No, 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 no. But I'm just still saying, like, even even though you think it's dark, galaxy-wise, even though you think it's dark, like... Lewis and my perspective are always going to be darker than yours. Oh, for sure, for sure. <laughs> so you're still fine. Um, you still have butterflies. I, I, in, in, in all of in, in in all of the 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 Eliezer house, like sort of moody, whatever. I'm definitely the Adam West version of whatever oh, yeah. totally. do, down in dark mood we're in, right? Adam West. Yes. Mm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I gotta go through. Am I George Clooney? Am I the George Clooney? Ooh. Maybe no. the suit. I mean, I'm not that good. <laughs> <laughs> I do have nipples. <laughs> no, something in common. <laughs> Clues. <Clues. laughs> connect, connect the dots or the nipples. I'm, I'm definitely not the Val Kilmer Batman. That's I, I would almost put that one on Bobby. That's the le- that's the least one I remember. Actually, I don't even I don't even think I've ever watched that Batman. No, oh, you wow. had to have. You yeah, had you had to. Have. No, because yeah, I didn't have. like those movies. The the like I didn't. I wasn't into those. The but you can't. You can't watch the George Clooney one without watching the Kilmer one. I think I saw the George Clooney one on TV. Like when they used to play him on ABC. Because Clooney, Clooney was Clooney was. They, I don't know if they ever played that one on ABC, but uh, Clooney was the um, Mr. Freeze and yeah. Poison Ivy, right? And and yeah. Riddler, Riddler and. And and okay, Two Face, two face yes, was Kilmer. Two Face was Kilmer. Okay. Yeah. Two Face and and uh, Riddler was Kilmer. No, I must have. I had to have watched them all, but yeah, I barely remember. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, anyway, that's you, Bobby. The I'm, Kilmer I'm, one. I'm, I gotta go I'm back and Clooney. watch it. Yeah. I gotta see what's, what's what's up. Bobby's. Bob, I mean, uh, Lewis is definitely the Ben Affleck one. <laughs> he wants to be. He wants to be dark, but most is like, ah, oh, shut up, Lewis. <laughs> You're not dark, dude. But I if am. there's even one percent chance trying. that he can turn on us, <laughs> the, the Dodgers have lost this whole series right there. You're welcome. <laughs> How did that turn out, Lewis? You're welcome. <laughs> I knew you believe. Too. I, I knew we were going to turn into the reverse jinx thing too, and then I was like, he believes it wholeheartedly right now. This, I, I know him. I know it. He believes it wholeheartedly. You gotta believe in the reverse yeah. or it won't work. Well, it, l- listen, here we here we are. We're Jesus you're Christ. Most, we're in. The, Lewis is the most non superstitious superstitious person in the world. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. One hundred percent true. true. We're, we're, 
we're in a we're in a time where the the Los Angeles is celebrating because the Dodgers have won the World Series. Uh, finally, finally, they get to the mountaintop. Um, it's been what five years in the making? Uh, five years of of or four years 30, at least of heartbreak. Thirty two. Well, I'm talking about like the, when you looked at the Dodgers and you go, they should be winning the World Series. Like they should have made it to the to the end. I mean, even um, COVID twenty two. Even 22? even COVID nineteen waited until after they won. Yeah, <laughs> serious. I mean, you tried to get them. You tried to get them. It's not too soon. It happened it came, yesterday. It There's a lot of hours. Like, hey, I'm, don't forget I'm here. I know you're celebrating, but don't forget I'm here. I'm gonna remind you in a couple of days. Yep. <laughs> uh, what's what the hell is Justin Turner doing? Jesus yeah, Christ! I don't know. Jesus Christ! I don't know. I, 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 don't know. I, I mean, it, I, I love the guy, but that dude should get fined and suspended for that shit. I'm sorry. He put people in danger. That's that's not cool. Yeah, they're um, still. I mean, he'll get he'll get fined and suspended more than the Astros did. Right, right. Um. Anyway, um, okay, yeah. Back this, to the this, uh, Yeah, sort this of. this episode. This episode. Uh, in this episode, we, we, there, there's a whole there's a whole outline, but I think I think what what feels better, what's gonna feel better, what's gonna feel more cathartic cathartic for us. And for uh, you guys as the listeners, we have a whole bunch of listener questions, yeah. tweets, etc. But before we get to that, I'm going to attempt to get somebody on the phone. Um, it's somebody you all know and love. It's somebody uh, – and, and bear with me as I dial this number here. Uh, should I say it out loud? As I, you, 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 you could have just <laughs> talked to me to stall. I mean, if, if anyone was going to stall, oh, go ahead, talking, go ahead and stall. But you're going to hear. But you're going to hear the freaking dial tone, dude. Tom Hanks. So go. Yeah, <laughs> we're calling Tom Hanks. Oh, it certainly go. isn't his son. God, I'm not going to get little Forrest in here. <laughs> Whoa, are you talking about? Uh, are you talking about the? Um, what's the? What's the? What? What the hell is that guy's name? Colin Hanks. LAFC fan Colin Hanks, fuck yeah, that guy. yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Oh, like, we're not gonna get him. All it's right. gonna be Tom. Ring. Fuck that guy. Okay, here we go. Let's Ring. see if we can get this. Let's see if we can get this color off the line. The old, By special request. And this is very exciting. And that's like the yeah. old-fashioned '60s ring. Ring. Maybe not. I lost it at the end. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So while we're waiting for that, um, let's. Go ahead and so so as David pointed out, uh, there, there's a lot of uh, questions. Obviously, uh, all of Galaxy was on Twitter, and so they all have their questions ready to go. So we're, we're going to go ahead and uh, make the show out of that um, as best we can up until we get our guest on the line. Uh, our first question uh, that came in came from at Waldo Moss. He asks, "What did you think of the DTK interview?" Oh, that that was painful, dude. That was really freaking it was sad. Yeah, painful. It was really I mean, sad. like, it was insanely defeating. It, I, mm. I, I was just like, dude, just. Uh, yeah, it really you have was. have reached it, the voicemail box. Oh, of... Hello. I knew that was for <laughs> Something like that was going to happen during the middle of the At questions. the tone, please record your voice message. When you are finished recording, you may hang up or press pound for more options. Ellie is our house. Well, Welcome. Hey. This is a voicemail. <laughs> hey, Chris. This is a voicemail. Goodbye. Call us back. 
Okay, I guess. Yeah, I, I, I guess. I guess uh, uh, our special guest. Uh, I mean, Bobby, you really should have edited that out. Uh, I, I guess our special <laughs> guest is uh, is not not totally unavailable. We'll try him again in a few minutes. This is an unedited in the scruff show. I mean, really, like that was that was probably okay. Here we go. Let's try again. Uh, I was gonna say that was probably the the equivalent of what that Dennis DeClosa interview was like. Uh, <laughs> as much yeah, information honestly. as you got. Uh, well, let me let, probably let me more this. information because at least we got an answer as to who we were calling huh. initially. DTK's <laughs> interview gave absolutely zero information whatsoever i mean it was a bunch of not true unless not you read, true. Well, that's true if you re, you're not reading true. between the lines you're reading between the lines no he was pretty it direct was, it, it was he was pretty direct in, in answering his questions i mean he, he there he asked if there were any truth to the rumors whether he was lying or not is a different story but he said no he shut it down really really quick no there's no truth to the rumors that chicharito is on loan to or is going on loan to, to chivas or any other uh club out there and i believe him because what team in the world is going to want to pick up an out of form or out of shape player oh, or yeah. pick up the, the, the inflated contract that he has. So I believe him when he says that, when he was asked about the GBS, um, you know, about his oh. status and oh, how, he's gone. He's got, um, he's gone. He's absolutely gone. And, and, and he didn't answer that. He did not answer that oh, at he all. Answered he answered it to me. He yeah, answered, that, that exactly. was, that was clear as day to me. Exactly. And that but, was my point. He had but, his answers. He didn't say yes or no, but in what he was saying and how he was really, really beating around the bush and trying to, to, to make sure that he didn't directly answer that question. He directly answered that question saying that this guy is gone at the end of the season. Well, let's, let's, let's find out from our special guest here. Uh, okay. Welcome to the show. Hello. Hey, Mr. Tucker. Yes. Mr. Chris Tucker from the Rise Godcast. What's up, man? Oh, you know, just another good old Galaxy game. How are you guys doing? Oh, man. Oh, you know, just another dead Galaxy. The energy. Thank you. Yeah. We're we're so beyond done with this team. Like, we've had, uh, I would say, probably in, in 200 shows, we've had at least 20 shows where we're clearly marking out, like, I think this is all Chris Klein's fault. This uh, we're pretty sure this is Chris Klein's fault, um, and and I'm I was trying to go back and, and look at where we we first started sort of started coming to that conclusion. Um, so okay. the point where we're at now is pretty much like we're sick of saying this shit. It's Chris Klein's fault. Nothing's gonna change until Chris Klein is gone. Uh, that I mean that's absolutely true, but that it's more from like you know, and I, I I've I've known Chris a while. I, I like him as a person. He's a nice guy. Um, good Christian man. But uh, it's just, it's the philosophy and the outlook on, on how the job should be ran and how it should, it should, I don't know. It's just not, it's not hands-on. It's not, you know, it's not Tim Lewicki. And it, you, you hate mm-hmm. to go backwards. You hate to look backwards, but it's like, it's not this guy who's like, we're going to win. And if, and if the decision we're making is not specifically directed towards us winning, then we're going to change course because winning is the thing that needs to happen. Like it's everything except winning. It's, it's, it's making sure there's another tenant inside the building uh, for uh, on two year contracts. It's, it's, it's naming right deals. It's, you know, flashy, ugly jerseys. It's, it's superstar players and all this stuff. It's not winning. It just ain't winning, man. It's everything else in the world, but it ain't winning. Uh, 
Yeah, and, and I don't know if I even day, answered your question. I'm sorry. I may be rambling. No, that's fine. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, the results are what matter. Uh, as as an organization, we were used to winning not just games but championships. We were used to winning trophies, and there was a, a point in our history where a season like this would be unimaginable. I mean, we fired a coach while he was in first place because it wasn't good enough. You know, the style oh, of play was not good enough. And now, look where we are. Everyone brings up Ziggy being fired in first place, right? Yes. Nope. We might have lost Chris. We might have lost Chris. Did you? Yeah. Oh, he said something profound. Damn it. No, did we just hear him right now? (laughs) Sorry, am I back? Am I here? There he is. There he is. Okay. Sorry, Paul. Where where did you lose? Everybody brings up Ziggy. Your whole answer. Everybody brings (laughs) up. Yeah, yeah. Everybody brings it. Yeah, it was like the core of it. Everybody brings up Ziggy. But, like, Kurt Anolfo got 20 games. That was it. He got 20 games, and they fired him. Oh, yeah. But this is going on forever in, 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 in terms of how we do things and the way we do business. Like, this is dragging on. And, and I think we've all kind of accepted, like, I think in general, the fan base has accepted, like, GBS is getting the year. You know, they're going to they're yeah. gonna walk him at the end yeah. of the year. But, like, he's getting the year. Yeah. Yeah. But how, how – I mean – you gotta say something. Like he, D, I saw DTK at halftime give his give his awesome non-answer about GBS. Uh, uh, come on, man! It's got to be something more than you know. We don't talk about this during the season. Let's have some respect. Well, right, right before we respect. made, so right before you, uh, we got you on the call. We had talked about that, and we said, you know, him, you know, he had answered the Chicharito rumor very direct. Like, nope, there's no truth. Very to that. Point, yeah. Very, yes, and then and then they, he was asked about GBS. And he was asked asked about uh, Javier Aguirre, and that's when he started beating around the bush. And he starts saying, you know, all the rumors. things that you normally would expect right. from from right. from, uh, from you know someone in that position during this time. But to mm-hmm. me, it's very telling that look, I'm not going to say yes. I'm going to fire the coach while the guy is still here. Um, but I mean, even yeah. GBS knows he's that he's talk right now, but yeah, he's, yeah, he's fired I'm, at the end of the year. He's given a half time yeah. talk, but yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, th- to me, like him not answering was pretty blatantly answering what is going to happen yeah. at the end of the season. My, my, my beautiful wife, my loving wife, you can find her on Twitter at beats on bikes. will tell you during halftime press, uh, press talk, whenever when they got to the GBS question. I said almost word for word exactly what DTK was going to say. Yeah. They don't talk. Like they don't, they, the galaxy don't talk. Look at, you know, to not be, to, to, I guess you can give them a little bit of room here. You look at how they handled the two racism claims in the last five months. In both situations, they said as little as possible. Yeah. Like this was something yep. that they couldn't really, they couldn't really screw up outside of not saying something. And they still didn't say anything. Like the, the way they operate, the way they look at it, they keep tight lit, you know, as best uh, as often as possible. And, then, and that's what they're going to do. DBS has 270 minutes left as the head coach of the galaxy. And then he'll get fired. It's, it's a, it's a waiting game. He might get fired earlier, but he's not getting fired any later than that. Yeah. Well, but, but and, and the fact that the, the fact that they're, they're, they're not firing him uh, earlier I mean, speaks a lot to to what has become acceptable from the organization of the galaxy. 
um, what they deem as as okay. You know, you look at a lot of people. We 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 even brought up Atlanta at the beginning of the season or after the MLS is back tournament, after they fired Frank DeBoer, and we said so. That's a team with ambition. That's a team who wants who who is signaling to not only to their fans, to their organization, to their players that this is not acceptable. Um, but the galaxy, you know, here they are, they're going like, well, you know, trust the process. Oh, uh, you know, this is a hard year because of COVID. There's a lot of complications. Um, it's a lot of excuses and, and the, the ambition level, even of the fans, when we used to say, uh, I want to win every single thing that we're uh, competing for, you know, even down to the stupid pointless ICC trophy. Um, you know, if we win it, of course, of course, I want to win it because we're playing for it. I don't want our players to get injured or anything like that, but I want to win it. Um, now we're at a point where we're like, just don't make us look bad. Just, just don't make us look. Bad. And they can't even fucking do that. But you know, to, to, to the galaxy, to be fair, then looking at the Atlanta situation, they fired Frank DeBoer because it wasn't good enough, and that was the move that the fan base wanted. That seemed to be the move that the players wanted, but there was no plan to replace him, and the whole season has just been this downward spiral. Because there's no one, there's no one in charge. I think from the galaxy's perspective, it's we're not going to give. I mean, realistically, they're not going to give the job back to Dom. You know, they've been there. They've they've obviously said, all right, we're good. We're we're going to move on from this. So they're not going to give it back to Dom. The only other solution I can really think of is is calling Junior Gonzalez up, and and it doesn't seem like they're that interested in doing that. So I, I imagine the outlook is it's 270 minutes, and then we all get to move on. Like I get, it. I'm with you. Like I, I want him gone too. Just looking at it from from the Galaxy's perspective and trying to look at it from from Chris Klein and Jovan Karofsky's perspective. These are the the real like masterminds of this kind of project. Um, it would be the third coach being fired in the middle of a season right. consecutively. Like Kurt Anolfo got 20 games in 2017. Ziggy stepped in. Uh, uh, Ziggy got what the end of 2017 and most of 2018. And then Dom stepped in until the end of 2018, and GBS got 2019-2020. Like he's not firing another. He's, he doesn't want to fire three managers. Period. He's definitely not going to fire him with no one ready to step in that they're going to even consider as a, as a first team manager. The season's done. It's it's clearly done. It's clearly over. Um, the, this project seems like it might be over. It almost like it's floating. I think we're just. Chris, we're starting to lose you again. Did we lose him again? Um, sounded like your the mic. Pri- I mean, I th- yeah, he, yeah, you think he? I think he is. Uh, sounded like his phone dropped or something. Uh, I mean, to, to Chris's point, yeah, yes, the project is over. Um, but as a as a as a guy who runs an organization who ultimately should be responsible for the calls, the way that DTK went out and said, look, I, hold me responsible for these things. Um, he's, you know, he's, he's putting himself in front of, uh, in front of traffic here. Um, we don't see the people above him, the people who have been here for longer that have created the mess that brought DTK in, uh, stepping up and, and taking responsibility for a lot of this stuff. So, um, it's, it's a shame that, um, it's a shame that this is a, uh, uh, you know, it is what it is, but I, I mean, fuck, I think, I think we're, we're all done. We're tired of this, uh, obviously. Oh yeah, of course. Um, Except for the people who should be like tired of this, the people who are in charge, who, you know, 
you know, it's just who the, run this look, team. It's, it's, it's just it's the way they handle it is just they're not going to ever going to admit that they're doing anything wrong. They're just going to fix it later or they're going to make changes, but they're going to never admit it. So they're just, you know, I mean, Band-Aid. behind behind the scenes, I'm pretty sure they're 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 shitting bricks and try, being like, what the fuck, you know? You know, the thing is, is that I hope that that's the case because there's, I mean, at least for me, I, I kind of feel, and I've said this before, that, you know, the, the people at the top aren't going anywhere. They're, they're going to find another scapegoat. Uh, GBS is definitely going to be a scapegoat. Uh, whether they put the closer sure. under that bus as well, it, is, it might be, you know, it is yet to be seen. Um, but Yeah, I'm not saying that's you know, not going to happen. The, the, I'm just saying I know that they're shooting their pants. I'm not saying that's not going to But but that's what I'm saying. Like I, I'm hoping that the people at the top are nervous uh, about losing their jobs because I, I hope that they feel some sort of pressure. Um, because if they don't, then honestly, there's really no incentive to be doing anything else. You you get rid of this guy, you know, you get rid of the coach, you get get rid of the general manager, and you bring in someone else and say, okay, well, look, that was a problem. Uh, so here yeah, we're we're trying to fix it and now yeah, this is, uh, this is the direction bad. that we're going in now and let me go sign another big dp that is worth absolutely nothing and will not help this team uh in any way shape or form except for um you know economically uh cuz they're going to sell jerseys and they're going to sell tickets and whatnot so um i well, all those things I, always I, i'm have hoping to that there's in. pressure at the top um i mean there has to be when you put out your your GM on national TV, you know, and, and have them grilled, you know, quote unquote grilled yeah, by, not, by, uh, yeah, ESPN, by and, and, and John champion, you would imagine that, um, uh, there's pressure that, you, you know what I mean? Like they, they have to be feeling that, um, one of the things uh, that I like, they're showing, up no, no, because, no, uh, they're showing up because they have to show up because people are asking questions and going like, what the hell is going on with you? Yeah. But again, so right, exactly. But again, called out on national football. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But again, yeah. And that's, and that was the thing I was going to say is that, is that, is that Bobby, the, to Bobby's point is, you know, you have, uh, Dan Beckerman and, uh, Chris Klein, they, they showed up to the Vancouver game. Granted that it was a victory, but it looked horrible and you took, 91 minutes for you to get a goal against a team that has lost the most games in the entire league. And then you have the same Kaikariniak. Yeah. But by a guy who came on three minutes earlier, who's not really essentially part of your, you know, big quote unquote plans. Then, then then the following game, which is on the road, even if it's just, you know, a few miles down the road, um, they, they attend a road game against the rival. Now, once again, they're attending this game, and this is the optics of it. They know for a fact that this game is on ABC. They know this is a nationally televised game. It's not even ESPN. It's straight ABC. Anyone who has a television set is going to be able to watch this game. You have built this rivalry for the past two years uh, as the biggest rivalry in MLS. And you have the hope uh, to, to, um, to market this particular rivalry as Vela versus Chicharito, which, by the way, has not happened yet because Chicharito has yet to play against LAFC. And so it's a nationally televised game. Obviously, they did this on purpose. So once again, Dan Beckerman goes here, and this is just a personal opinion of mine, but this is for show. This is, you know, since everybody's talking, since everyone is now blaming the front office, they're going higher than GBS now. So Dan Beckerman has to get off, you know, his chair and pretend he's going to go do something. Why not go put myself out there on national TV and makes, you know, make it seem that I'm actually concerned about what the hell is going on, you know? And 
you know, I have no, obviously no faith in that man. I have no faith in Klein. And so for me, what I'm looking at is, look, you're there because everyone's talking about it. And this is your way of showing like you're actually doing something that you're caring about this team because. Well, they're, go- they're, 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 their heads on There's screens. No reason for them to their heads on screens right now because and like yeah. I said and like I said they they are not going to admit that anything there's any wrongdoing right now. That's why they keep doing these da- these dances with their answers. So, you know, but they just they know they have to be there. That's why I'm saying they know they have to be there so it's that important. Although they're giving us nothing but bullshit. It's a, a, a like I say it, it's the optics behind it. For for me I I think obviously he's not going to be there unless there's a reason to be there, but Obviously, like if nothing is going to be done until the end of the season, you know what? Just why show your it. face again? It, it's all it, it. it's all optics. I think a lot of it's us would optics. respect it if they just said it. Like, all right, we're just writing yeah. this out now because sorry, you know. Yeah, I think everybody would be like, yeah. like, I mean, it'll, just... like, a, like some some of us would like our shoulders would drop a little bit more. You know, we'll be like, oh, all right, right. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so let, let, let's go ahead and get back to the questions. Are we are we going to try to get Chris back on? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, we thank you, Chris, for uh, okay. for taking a couple minutes to uh, to jump on here and, and give your thoughts on a couple minutes on the game. But he's he had to go, so uh, okay. Or he, or he fell um, down the thanks, toilet. So thank you, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, All right. Either way, you got to go. Yeah. Uh, Let's go uh, ahead and move on with the questions. Uh, uh, so we answered the "What did you think of the DK uh, DTK interview?" By the way, that was question number one in a long list of questions. So let me see if we can get through this. Um, at Playboy bartender asks. Can we get Andrew Shue to play defense again? And at this point, I'll take anybody over this back line. Who Andrew so, Shue? Uh, I, I, Andrew if we Shue. Can take if we can get oh. Andrew Shue Shue. I think we probably have better luck. I'm with David on that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that would, right, I think that uh, would be better than a whole swap for Andrew Shue. Maybe the Andrew yeah, Shue probably Shoe. probably would draw less fouls than than Energy, Pugh, Yeah, right now maybe. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Oh God. Uh, Nick DePue was once our quote unquote best defender has had some horrible games of the last what four well, games I mean, he's played five the, games and and that speaks to the culture of the galaxy you know mm-hmm. uh, here's a guy who came in he worked hard he competed he 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 showed that he was trying to be strong and and then you know the that team has just broken him down and, and yeah 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 um and then, how lose. yeah and then speaking of questions, uh, David, you just text us uh, something right now. I'll just go ahead and say it over the air, I guess. Yeah. Secret. Are you or letting, not. Are you, oh, are, you letting, are you letting air pass? What are you... No, I'm letting you <laughs> tell what you Oh, you want, me to, you want me to say it? Okay. Uh, so apparently, and I mean, it's all over Twitter. You guys have seen this far by the time you, you listen to this podcast. Uh, GBS uh, goes to a press conference. He answers one question by uh, Josh Kessman. And he leaves. What was the question? Uh, he, he I wonder what question. the question was. He answers yeah. the question and he makes a statement. He's ba- he basically said, um, it's too it's it's not time to to go into depth on until why we lost. We just have to focus on trying to get uh to win the next three games and make ah, the playoffs. See what I keep saying. So, they always say don't, don't worry about what just happened. Next game. The thing is important is the next game. But you keep on yeah. losing. You gotta yeah. answer. Yeah. You gotta answer, man. Yeah. Yeah, gotta answer. Gotta answer for your for your actions, man. Your you gotta do it. Horrible, for sure. absolutely horrible. I mean, here here is a guy who knows he's out of a job. He knows very well he's out of a job. Um, all right. So, uh, uh, Playboy bartender has another question. He says, "Can we gut this team, everyone, front to back?" 
Um, short answer, no, we cannot do that. Yeah, I, I, I think there's, there's only I think there's only one. Uh, I, there might be one other question. Uh, yeah. in, in regards to that, uh, based on like, you know, if we could, how, how would yeah. we achieve that? And, th- and that's exactly um, what I was doing right now. Here, here's the way you do that. You, um, you fold the team. That is how you get rid of everybody. <laughs> okay. You oh, have to well, fold you, it. You, you have to fold yeah. the team. And <laughs> so obviously that's not going to happen. So yeah. no, there is no method. There is no, no mechanism for you to but, essentially no. cancel a, all the contracts. In a hypothetical the- world. Yes. I would love to do that. <laughs> yes, in a hypothetical world, yes, that, that would be the most ideal thing. Yeah. Um, Fold the team, come back in Los feasible. Angeles Galaxy FC because you have to put FC on everything at the end of the uh, nowadays, yeah. and uh, and you start up again. Yeah, um, yeah, it, it, there's no way to do that. I know everyone wants to do that, but that, that's impossible. And if you are going to gut this team, it's not going to be over one season. It's going to be over several um, until contracts run out, and um, and even then, you know. Um, it's just a difficult process. It is. It can be done, but it has to be. The right people have to be in charge um, in order to do this. And right now, the right people are not in charge. Um, kind of staying. I mean, it's it's coming from a different um, a different uh, person asking a question, but something similar. At Ronald seven five seven asks, if you had to rebuild the team, who would you keep, and why? Now, for me, I definitely keep Avon. And work around him. That's it for me. That's all. And I think that's it for me as well. I, 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 oh, I, keep, I keep Pavon. I, I keep Pavon. And uh, as a matter of fact, I try to sell Araujo because I need, I need money to rebuild my team. Um, you, you take anybody who might be worth something. Of it. Come on, man. Yeah. You, you take anybody who might be worth it, anything and you sell them. Um, and then you keep pieces uh, and promote pieces from, uh, G2, and then it's a five-year process before you become competitive again. Yeah, it, it, but at least, but at least you point. see, yeah, and, and and that's and you know, obviously, we're we're the galaxy, where it's MLS, you you can't do that. Um, it's it's very very difficult. Um, so it takes time to to gut a team and and rebuild it. Um, and so you have to find other ways to make teams competitive, like. You find, you know, you find a coach who can get something more out of their players, who is a tactical uh, coach, somebody who can, who understands um, how to how to win games and how to grind games out. You know, Bruce Arena is is really good at that. Look at New England right now; they're they're doing really well. So, um, you know, look at uh, who's doing really well right now. New England. New England has tailed off. They've. I'll tell you right now that they're not as good as. Like when they first started, they're better than they were last year. They're no last year they made the playoffs, and they had a pretty good push. I know they they're um let me see I'll go into this right now. They have uh, let me see won two games out of the past eight. Oh, well, okay. Um, I was gonna <laughs> say uh, Philadelphia is another team where Jim Curtin yes. um has really example. really uh done a lot uh to to. To build that team up, it's it's taking them time. You know, they they they've been bad for a while, but now they're they're starting to bear fruit. Um, the Galaxy is a team that is hampered by contracts, by uh, old boys club, by a lot of different things, and um, it's going to be really hard to rebuild this. But again, you you have to look at the long term plus the short term. You bring in a coach that's going to come in, play ugly, but get results. Yeah. Um, and at the end of the day, it's uh, the results are what matter. But uh, as I had mentioned earlier, you know, th- there was at one point that 
winning games wasn't enough. You had to look good winning the games. Um, and this is where we all hope to be, that you're winning the games, but you're also looking good. You are the talk of league. You are the envy of the entire league. Um, and we are anything but right now. We are right now currently the laughingstock of the league um, in it really is embarrassing. Uh, let's go ahead and move on. So I, I think that we answered the question. It, it's just Pavon, and then you just build around him. He is your guy. Um, but um, sadly, Pavon is gone at the end of this year. I, I, I There's like a less than 1% chance that he stays. I don't see him staying. Um, um, but we'll get to that a little later. Um, Madam Serrano asks, is it just me? Or does Yanni Gonzalez like going to ground a lot? Yes. So funny. So so funny thing about this is that um, I remember uh, back in the day uh, watching uh, some of Colombia's games. He had a, a, a forward Faustino Aspria, um, and you know, good. You know, at the time, uh, best striker we had uh, ever had. And my grandma was always frustrated by him, and I. I, I I always remember this comment. He says, "Ugh, that guy." He says in Spanish. She says in Spanish, "That guy lives on the ground. He can't <laughs> seem to get off the ground for whatever reason." And that is the first thing I thought of when I saw Yoni Gonzalez like a couple games ago. I'm like, this guy goes to the ground a lot. This guy lives on the ground. Um, so. I'm right there with you, madam, and it's not just you. I, I thought about the exact same thing, uh, so much so that, you know, I had to go back and think of what my grandma said, you know, uh, 20 years ago uh, or so uh, about uh, Faustina Spria. Um, Bobby, I know you agree with me because yes. you said it. Yep. No, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's right. just, but I mean, because it continues so much and the more, more games that he continues to play, it just seems so exaggerated. It's like, dude, like, uh, anyways. Yeah, I know. Um, let's go on to the next question. At A underscore Mejia 6 asks, if we all started sending letters to the front office nonstop, would they finally get the message? Nobody. Does anyone else think that Yoni sucks? Um, I think they got the message. Honestly, I think they know, to, to be perfectly honest. Otherwise, they wouldn't be at the games. I think that they know that there's something wrong, that the fans are very unhappy. I just don't think it matters. Um, because, you know, they're not going to step down a la, you know, Barcelona's president, um, because who's going to make them like, why would they just give up their jobs? Because the fans are, are upset about it. Um, you can find, you, you can write in a lot, a lot of letters. It's just not going to make a difference. Um, mm -hmm. Dan, Be you know, Dan Beckerman is in charge of, of, you know, uh, Chris Klein's fate. And, um, I guess uncle Phil is in charge of Beckerman's fate and, I just don't think those guys are are touchable right now for some reason. I don't know why, but you would think that they would be. Um, David, you had mentioned that at some point, you know, it's going to catch up to them. And everyone's talking about, well, I, and I, I did want to talk about this. Everyone's talking about Chicharita right now and, um, you know, how he posted on Instagram. He wasn't playing. This is getting worse as time goes by. And David, you said eventually this is going to catch up to them. Here's a guy who's getting attention for all the wrong reasons. He's getting international attention for all the wrong reasons. Um, you spent a lot of money on this guy, a lot of money on this guy. Mm -hmm. And he's probably right now on Twitch streaming. God knows what, um, instead of concentrating on his profession. 
And you would think that in any other company, any other job, if you're costing that organization, that company, that much money, and this was your doing, you would be instantly, instantly fired. Um, we're talking millions of dollars. And so far, we have no sign that that is going to be the case. We're going to have to bend. It seems that we're going to have to bend backwards. Like, okay, get a coach that Chicharito might want and that you might make him look better, um, which is what you're going to have to do because Chicharito is not going anywhere. But the fact that no one, again, is going to be held responsible for what is right now the worst signing in MLS history, the biggest bust in MLS history as of right now. He has a couple of years to turn it around, obviously. But as of right now, this is the worst by a long shot. It's not um, even close. By the, by far the worst signing and the biggest bust in MLS history. Did you see Hercules Gomez on uh, ESPN talk about this uh, and compare it to, to David Beckham's uh, first year? In MLS, uh, no, but I can see where he's going with it. Yeah, and that's that's definitely on me because I've seen a lot of the same signs where he comes in, uh, he, you know, he he's not taking things seriously. He's coming off of an injury there's, there's, there's that was big differences uh, to that though. He was his he was so focused in something else. He wanted to be somewhere else. Chicharito has nowhere else to go. No, he's he's focused on something else, and he's he definitely is somewhere else. else. Not, yeah. Well, he, yeah, no, but he's I'm focused on his he's focused on his vlog. He's focused on his Twitch well, look, stream. No, uh, of course, but, Be on... but Beckham had that too. But what we're, what I'm talking about is you know him trying. He wanted to go and get he into the to World go back Cup to and go back to England. Yeah, and the, and that was yeah. and, that was until and that was a bit... that was until the 2010 season. No, no. that was uh, that no, was the but, 2010 but he, season. Right, but he was. I mean, they were qualifying. Before that, yeah, so yeah. you know that's what he was focused that's on. That's what he all the time, to get on that yeah, team. and that's why he wasn't yeah. here with us. He was go he was being loaned out, all that stuff, and th and that was that's a very different thing, you know. That that's 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 yeah yeah. You can't really. I don't think you can match those two together. It's very different. Chicharito has he. he I see the go go ahead, Luz. I, I was gonna say I see the comparison. I, I I see where he's going with this, and this is why I say as of right now it's the biggest bust. He has a couple years to turn it around. If next season hypothetically he was to Please, score no, twenty goals, go. you know, uh, he turns it around all of a sudden. You know, okay, all is forgiven, and he does the same thing in, in the season number three. Uh, twenty twenty is just going to be like uh, like I said, like like that Beckham thing. Like, hey, he had a rocky start, but he redeemed himself and he proved to be you know good after all. Even if it was the coach who unlocked it, doesn't matter. He's doing what he's supposed to be doing now. He finally took it seriously. So I can see the comparison there. He does have time to turn this around, but as of right now, it's 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 really bad. It's really really bad. And I think I I totally understand what Bobby's saying. He's still focused on his career, where Chirito is not right now. So, um, and I just don't think he's going to get better. I just don't think there's, I don't there's think no so unlocking I don't him so here with any, with, I don't think with any coach really, I think yeah, there's no, there's no motivating him differently. Yeah. I, I think no. you're right. And a lot of people are blaming his life coach on this. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of like talk about how, you know, once he got this life coach, um, that's when he started changing and started, you know, valuing, um, different things. Yeah. Yeah, so if, if, um, if you watch, if you've seen any of his vlog, you'll see right away like what a fucking douchebag that guy is. Yeah, so I mean, if you have a guy that's taking, you know, advice, I mean, straight up life advice, philosophy advice from someone like that, I mean, you're 
you're probably going to get something like this where like, I don't give a shit. Give me my money. Where's my money? You owe me. I got You know, I got paid. I got paid to not do shit. You know, I'm going to take the money and run. She was like, I did. Uh, right. Exactly. <laughs> Bobby, that is racist. Um, what? Second part of it. Where? Um, obviously, Just because you're not Gio's on, Mexican you're not and on... Chicharito's Mexican mean, doesn't mean that they're doing the same thing, Bobby. I'm yeah. talking about two people talking to each other. <laughs> Jesus. Well, he, he does only talk to his teammate, his national team teammate. Uh, second part of his question was, does anyone else think that Yoni sucks? Um, uh, unfair, because Yoni is being played as a striker, and that's not, and that's not his position. Um, I can't fault a guy, you know, uh, for doing bad in a position where, you know, he's not best suited for his, you know, his skill attributes. Um, and that being said, we talked about this in an earlier podcast. You can bring in anybody right now under GBS and it's not going to mean anything. Uh, they're going to look really bad. And that's exactly what he's doing right now. He looks bad because the system in place is just not working right now and the coach right now cannot figure out how to use the players that he has even if gonzalez is one of his players um you can see that he's being used incorrectly because um because of your forward um but um either way i think that's a little unfair right now either way i also think that this loan is just to the end of the season i don't think gonzalez comes back either um so you know uh, whether they want to decide to keep them or not, uh, that's going to be um, interesting to keep an eye on. Um, at Alejandro underscore stay G asks, who is the best coaching option for the G's? I'm going to defer that question for obvious reasons. Yeah, no, I don't. Uh, yeah, you don't get to answer that, Lewis. I do not get to answer this question. Go on. David, this is you. You want one of us to answer this? Uh, dear, well, yeah. A, I, don't, I, don't, I don't scout coaches. <laughs> neither did the galaxy oh uh, exactly. but they did they listened to you Who's your that's guy? that was problem that, that, that was, was problem, problem number one, one. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep um uh, look i don't i don't know um i wish i could i wish i can give an answer you know like any answer answer that i give is going to be a a name, and I don't think that's what the Galaxy need right now. I don't think they need a a, a stunt hide, a hiring as a head coach. You know, it can't be uh, it can't be a guy like Cardinalfo or or Junior Gonzalez, but it also can't be you know Pep Guardiola. It can't be Jose Mourinho. It can't be uh, you know uh, I don't know pick pick a name. It can't be Robbie Keane. I don't think it should be Robbie Keane. Yeah, Not I, right I, now. Not, Not right, right now. now. Yeah. Uh, someone else had brought up uh, Landon you, you, Donovan. And I said the same thing. Like, no, yeah, he, he's he's set up to fail. And, yeah, you know, you, you, you don't want to bring in a guy who's gonna who's gonna start building. You get you bring in a guy who's gonna start building a system and and uh, and can get results right now. You know, and and, and I don't know, I don't know if there's a coach who, out there who, in the world that, that can do be, that. Who could that be? Yeah, right now? it's it's gonna be. I'll tell you right now, it's gonna be another MLS coach. It's gonna be a guy who who is in the MLS circle. It's going to be current, the current, uh, and you heard this on um, at halftime when um, Twelman asked DTK, he's talking about the rumors of Javier Aguirre, uh, former uh, Mexican national team coach and former, you know, he has a list of yeah. teams that he has coached just in the past 10 years. It's a lot. Um, I do remember. Um, yeah, but in, Aguirre, in Aguirre, Aguirre is a coach who, who is, no, 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 it wasn't Aguirre. I'm thinking about uh, uh, Ricardo Laporte. 
Oh, Lebo, yeah. Um, no, no, no. So I, I remember when he uh, he coached the Mexican national team in the 2002 World Cup. Um, leading up to that World Cup, you know, Mexico did look really, really good. And I said, you know, this is a pretty decent coach. He went on to coach in Spain, Osasuna. And I know the first couple of years he did very well. Um, he came back to the national team team i i want to say in 2010 2009 i think a la bruce arena where you know mexico fired their coach i think it was la volpe um maybe mesa i don't remember i remember how far back it was but um you know he replaced them because they weren't doing too well came in in the hex turned it around qualified for the world cup and he coached them during the world cup uh and then um quit after that went on to um other things i know he's he went back to Spain. He coached Egypt. I, I don't remember if he was Egypt's coach during 2018 World Cup, or maybe it was after. I don't remember. Um, but he's rumored to be on there because he chimed in on the Chicharito, you know, situation where he was saying that here, this is a guy who's very, very talented. There's, you know, he he's going to score goals. And you can't keep him down for very long. He's going to get right back up because he's just that good. Um, he went on ESPN, said this, and all of a sudden there's rumors that Aguirre is supposed to be Galaxy coach. I, I don't see, you know, too much connection there. But once again, this seems like a move that the Galaxy would do. Um, it's not Miguel Herrera, but it's another Mexican name. It's another Mexican coach and honestly I don't care who coaches as long as you're able to perform on the field I don't know if his style is just outdated I don't know if he works in MLS or not I don't know if he can unlock you know um, Chicharito's you know talent again if he plays a system that's going to benefit him if he gets motivated um, but um, I, I, I'm not going to believe that rumor and just I, I wouldn't even know what coach can come in there and be successful under the current culture that this galaxy um, is in, because it's pretty toxic right now. It is. Um, and, and any coach that comes in is almost uh, set up to fail. Granted that you're probably going to look better than they look now, but I, I, I just think that overall, this is a very toxic situation. Eventually any coach that's here is going to realize that when, you know, Chris Klein and company force a player upon them because they sell jerseys. So uh, they'll get to know that really, really quick. Uh, next let's uh, next question. At Uncle Dishwasher asks, "What is more likely, Beckerman and/or Klein out after this season, or the club hires a coach that Hernandez wants, and we just fall even deeper into this hole?" I think that's pretty easy. That's option B. I mean, your question is that's saying what he wants already. So. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's. Yeah, it's pretty obvious. I, I don't think Beckerman or Klein are going anywhere. Um, uh, we said it before. GBS is going to be the scapegoat. They're going to find a a coach that Hernandez wants to make him happy. And he's right. It, we're going to just continue this vicious circle that we're not getting out of. Um, and you can, you know, might be a band-aid for a moment, but it, it, it's still um, it's still a uh, a cancer that has not left and it won't be left uh, i'm sorry that, that it, it won't be uh it won't be gone anytime soon at least that's what i think um at johnny boland asks what now just wait it out uh, look 
Yeah, I mean, there's nothing else we really we can do but wait it out. Uh, it's it's you know it's three more games, the season's over. There's not going to be playoffs this year. Uh, unfortunately, we're going to wait it out, and maybe we get an announcement at the end of the year. It's not going to be before the playoffs are over. Hoping. It's not going to be before MLS Cup. Um, I, so. I, I do want to say that um, as soon as our season is over, so as soon as the last game is, because you know you can forget about the playoffs. Um, and even if we do make the playoffs, I'm not really sure why you want to be in there knowing that you're going to get one game and done. There's no really point of going into the playoffs if you have no chance to competing for it. Um, but I don't see them winning their final three or four games, and no. I don't see them making the playoffs. Uh, so we may not have to wait until after MLS Cup. I'm sure after that final game, uh, maybe the day after, as Chris, as Tucker had said. He no, has I, I, I don't he think has, so. He has I don't think so because... minutes left. No, no, no. Sure, he has 270 minutes left, but I don't think that's how many days he has left on his contract. Um, if, no, he still has like a whole the, year. The, the, the exit, the exit interviews happen after uh, after the the last day of the the of the playoffs or the last day of the the uh, championship. I think so. Um, I I don't think we're gonna hear um, until uh, after MLS Cup. I could be wrong, but. Um, it's not going to be the day after the, the end of the season. I guarantee you that. Um, what's unfortunate and what, what I wanted to mention while Chris is on is um, by not making a move now, and we said this after MLS's back tournament, by not making a move now, you're, you're uh, putting yourself in a, in a pool that suddenly has a lot more people looking for coaching candidates and viable coaching candidates. If you go now, you can start talking to all of these people right now. You can start making those phone calls. You can start having negotiations with these uh, uh, potential uh, coaching hires. If you wait, you wait for another more uh, desirable team to come in and say, like, hey, come over here. We're not a hot mess like they are. Uh, you know, and that's... Well, that's uh, so, so my opinion on that is, uh, again, if... The, the fact that Klein and Beckerman are visibly seen, be, being seen in a game, there's a reason for that, um, whether it's optics or not, but there's a reason for that. I think they know that GBS is gone. I think DDK knows that he's going to, or, you know, he, he's going to lose his guy. Um, we talked about it, how in his interview, he was, he, he danced around it and it was very telling that, okay, I'm not going to say it, but I'm basically saying that this guy is not going to be around next year. Um, I think they know that GBS is gone. I think GBS knows that he's gone. That being the case, the higher ups don't have to wait to start their search or to, you know, get a list of potential candidates um, until after they make the formal announcement that GBS has been released of his duties. I think they're already starting that process. I think that they're already looking at, okay, you know, what do we do from here? You know, who can we get? What's the best option going going forward? And um, without having to announce it, I think they're already starting that process. Now, if then in that process, they, they come to the conclusion that GBS is still the best guy out there, um, you know, <laughs> You're going to go on a worldwide search like they did right. with Renolfo. Right. Um, but I, I think they're starting the process. I think they're at, at the very least starting the preliminaries of, OK, let's who's let's get a list of candidates and then you know we'll start from there um i think everyone is now under the assumption um like i said including gbs that gbs is out there's no way 
um, you don't go into a press conference and make a statement after one one question and then just leave. Like he knows, he 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 knows. Yeah, he, he doesn't even want to be there. Like if he knows he's gonna be cut, like yeah. why? why well, just, I, I feel bad for just him. Shoot him. Yeah, having to be there. Yeah, he he does not want to be there. Um, all right, let, let's go ahead and move on. Uh, our good friend Tom from MLS Aces Podcasts just asks that golden question: How do you fix the LA Galaxy? Um, starts at the top. It starts at yeah. the top. You 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 got to get rid of Beckerman. You got to get rid of Klein. Uh, get you know a a guy in there who's going to change the culture uh, from top to bottom, and you know get back that winning mentality that the Galaxy was once known for. Um, that's the I've easy yet. I've said it time one. and time and time and time again. You gotta you gotta go back and and get Tim Lewicki back. Right. Um, at Samoa Bob asks, "Have you bought FIFA 21 yet?" Uh, no. Andrew, did uh, did FIFA 21 get uh, go down to 29.99 yet? Because once it does, <laughs> it's mine. I ain't gonna buy that full price. But yeah, uh, I, I, have, I, I assume that's a pro clubs question. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm also assuming the same thing. Hey man, you had the Golasso of the year last this past season. That's so. right. I I I deserve a prize. <laughs> for for the one contribution that I made to that team, uh, there it is. So, so uh, that I, that should be your prize, FIFA twenty one. Someone FIFA should, 21. yeah, someone should buy you FIFA twenty one to replicate that goal. All right, uh, Desiree Lewis asks, why can't we have a solid center back pairing? Um, I think it goes back to. Uh, the culture of the club, yeah, yeah, everything from the top. Like it literally is. Uh, it's it's because they're the winning mentality of the galaxy. What what it means to play for that club, uh, and and the 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 level of mediocrity that is accepted from the top all the way down to, you know, the center back pairings. It's that's what it is. And it's not just that. It's uh, we again. We've talked about this even from back way back from 2017 is a poorly put together team. You know, yeah. there was no depth. They added players that they really didn't need. They, they, they didn't have a long-term plan. They didn't have um, any sort of idea of what they wanted to do with this team and how they wanted to run it, how they wanted it, uh, the style of play. Um, you got the coach when it's okay, this is what we're going to do, but you didn't have the personnel to do it. And you didn't get a coach that was able to adapt to what his players needed or how you get the most out of their players. He, you got a coach that says, this is the way I'm going to play. And, and then he wasn't know, given the tools to get the players that he needed to play that yeah. system. So uh, again, but, it, but it's just the, the the front office and the culture and the way that they apply the pressure on the team and the players and the coach never gave them a reason to not be mediocre. Yeah, yeah. So again, it, it's and, and, and by the way, and by the way, uh, September two thousand eighteen. That was the episode uh, that we named Hari Kari, uh, where we suggested that Chris Klein needs to fall on his sword and resign. Yeah. 2018 September. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we said it in 2017 as well. Just, but I actually remember the episode that you're talking about. He needs to fall on his, on his sword. All right, so uh, let's move on to the next question. Um, Sev Sarkeesian asks, "What's your favorite kind of bagel?" Ooh, I really love uh, Asiago bagel. 
uh, I love that crunchy like cheese on the top with the mm-hmm. with a nice uh, regular plain cream cheese. Uh, Bobby, what's your favorite bagel? I don't really eat bagels that much anymore. Uh, sesame, maybe. Mm. I like the raisin ones. That's my personal favorite. Um, Michelle Hootink um, kind of makes a comment uh, to, uh, I- I'm sure, to previous episodes and what is going on with the galaxy right now. Basically, she says, what is Bobby was right from the start for 500, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> that's our that's our daily double. Uh, well, now she's got to answer the question uh, right. Oh, she, oh I'm, okay, I'm sure so. she does. Yeah. Every, everybody, um, everybody, write down your answer and uh, make your place your uh, place your wages, please. Um, <laughs> Bobby, question for you. Mm. What are you gonna do with your 2020 jersey? How do wait? How do you know this already? Did David you tweet? I didn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> what are you gonna do with it? What do you, you have it? Because we we all have a 2020 jersey. Oh my god! I bought uh, a 2020 this is funny. What a coincidence. Who is this from? Um, from Lewis. Is... That's the question from Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's from me. I'm the one who asked the question. Bobby, what do you do with your 2020 oh, okay. jersey? Okay. All right. Now I know how it happened. Okay. So <laughs> no, because he was <laughs> no, because I was telling David earlier on. I go, I, I go. Well, you know what I'm going to end up doing with the with the jersey this year is I'm going to frame it upside down. I'm going to frame up the jersey upside down for 2020. Because mm. everything just fitting, huh? Yeah, that's that, that makes sense. <laughs> you look at it, you go, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Is it backwards too? No. Because okay. I still inside yeah, out. Yeah, no. <laughs> No, you still want to see it. Yeah, I still want to see it. It's just upside down. I fucking paid money for it. Come on. Yeah. It's just upside down now because it means something. Your year was fucked up. (laughs) All right. Um, At Final Shadow 3 says, so this happened before and same people did nothing. And now it's happening again. Who is going to do something? It's clear it's not only GBS players and front office. Well, I'm sorry. It's clear it's not only GBS. Players and front office must go. What is the first step to do? And we've we've talked this to death. The first step to do is get rid of Klein and Beckerman, and everything trickles down um, after that. Me, and and you're right; it's, it's not just one person's fault. Let me ask you. Let me ask you guys something, and and, and to the listener, and and really to myself. Um, <laughs> how would you guys feel if the galaxy continued to to be? terrible and 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 play you know love it play the way they're playing uh continue to hire mediocre players continue to hire mediocre coaches uh to the point where mls stepped in and said okay you guys need to fix this and don don garber called out the galaxy in public and said you need to fix this we need you guys to be a competitive team you are a marquee team you're an embarrassment to us how would you guys feel about that? Well, it would definitely be bad. I just don't think we'll get to that point. I I would feel the exact same way as I feel right now. It's embarrassing. I, I kind of feel that way right no, now. Like, yeah, like right now, it's the, really like bad. the fans. It's really bad. The right fans, don't you think that's an, a, a gross overstep if that were to happen? Yes, that's why I don't think it's going to happen. From the league, yes, yeah, and I agree with Bobby. Right. I don't think it's going to happen. It might it might happen privately. But I don't think he'll. I don't think Don yeah, Garber will publicly. ever. I mean, that's 
yeah, that, that's something that that's kind of out of his unless you are purposely tanking, you know, uh, the right, team. What, if, where what if they're trying to move the team to Al- Albuquerque? Well, then there goes my team. I, I well, they would need approval of that, and I'm sure maybe someone will step in at that point. But I, the the, the fact that this is literally already happening, that you know we are this bad, and that you know we are still holding on to, oh, we're the first to five, and you know we're the LA Galaxy, but you've literally done nothing for the past six years. Um, you haven't made the playoffs in three out of the past That's four. That's being erased. And the ones right now. And, yeah. And the one, and the one time you did make the playoffs is because of one player. It was one guy that 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 led you there. Um, it's literally happening right now. Um, but uh, Chris Tucker, it, it, our friend Chris Tucker on on the podcast, he uh, he said this on his show, um, and and it's a date that uh, you know is, um, it was all over the place. So I'm sure everybody knows. Um, June fifteenth, twenty twenty one. So that is uh, a midway point through the season next year. That'll be the long. That'll be the day uh, where it would have been the longest in the galaxy's history since they lifted MLS Cup. Um, now, and it's going to happen. Yeah, well, it's inevitable. You know, yeah, they, can't, they cannot li- lift MLS Cup this year, so it's going to happen. So Chris Klein will have been overseeing the longest. Um, Mm, drought, I guess, is is what you say in the history yeah. of the galaxy, and and we're going on, what is it, three out of the four years that five. he's five, four, four out of the five years that he's been well, in charge, no, no, he, didn't he, make the playoffs. He got no, a five-year contract three out of extension. Three, yeah, well, he, three, he, out of, won- three out of five years. But I'm talking about since since he was was. Um, made president the year. Let's see. This was in 2015. He was made president. No, he uh, has 2014. I think the cup under his belt. I think was he president? In yeah, 2015? I think so. I think okay. 2014. He so might have had 2000, under his belt. 2014. Obviously, we won MLS Cup. 2015, we made the playoffs. 16 playoffs. Uh, playoffs. 17, we did not make the playoffs. 18, we did not make the playoffs. 19, we made the playoffs. This year, we're not making the playoffs. So that's. Um, what is that three years? Three years out of five. Um, yeah, that's that's more than fifty percent. He's he's, you know, he's 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 less than five hundred. But it doesn't. But it doesn't uh, really. Seem of that making way, right? the playoffs, making the playoffs, like not yeah, not not lifting the trophy, not not lifting MLS Cup, not making the playoffs. Yeah, that is that is a, a sharp downturn. In, 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 and he got a contract extension. He got a contract extension. Sure. So, I mean, again, this is why I've lost hope that he's going anywhere. Something drastic has to happen. We're, and I will segue, we're three years into that contract extension. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I will go ahead and segue to that next question because it's, it's kind of set up perfectly. At Nick Wieners asks, realistically, what can we do to get at least Klein removed? I, I kind of said this on Twitter um, and obviously, the, the, not everyone is going to agree with this. You're going to get some backlash here. But as of right now, the owners and you know the the people up at the top, it seems that the only thing that they care about is money. I said, why get a contract extension when you posted the worst year in franchise history? Well, it's because you probably did what you know. We answered this. You know, AEG wanted to cut money, and that's exactly what he did. Um, I'm sure that they still made some sort of money. Uh, in that season, I mean, you know, we weren't playing in front of empty stadiums. 
um, people still went out uh, and bought merch. So how you get them out is, you know, you hit them where what, what they care about, where it hurts, their wallets, you know, their bottom line. You stop buying tickets. Plain and simple. You stop buying tickets. We can't you right stop, Well, not right now. But, no, but when, when you're you asking do, realistically what you could do yeah. is you stop giving them your money. Well, you, you stop giving them your money. I mean, you ha- that, that, the that's only the way it'll answer. work is if in mass, which is not going to happen, but in mass, everybody yeah. canceled their, their season tickets. Everybody just stopped purchasing completely in like a complete wall. It's not going to happen. But if it did, yeah, it's, that would it's hurt not. them hard and they would make massive right. changes quick. Yeah, and, and that's the whole point. I mean, as soon as you start tanking their you know their money th- that's going to get their attention that's get that that gets every business's attention you know you know f- fuck what the employees think when it starts hurting your bottom line i'm going to start paying attention to it so that's what you do yeah but i just don't see how do you do that right now you know you're not going to do that right and, now and, but when you get the chance you, i don't but, know if we're going to be able to do that next season but the people who renewed their season tickets i mean that's a problem right there you knew that this was a problem to begin with. You knew that yeah. you wanted to climb out. You knew exactly how to do it. But those who decided to renew their season tickets anyways out of sheer loyalty, like that's your problem. That's the problem right there. You know? And I mean, I'm part of that problem. I renewed. That there you go. Get the fuck off my show. Um <laughs> I mean, that that is a problem. Like why why renew? I mean, here, like, here we are. Here we are devoting our free time and 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 money talking about a team that we you know, basically giving them, uh, you know, content. I mean, not directly, but you know, we're still providing no, content not, for a team is that is, is abysmal. This is not the content they want right now. No, no, no. <laughs> but we're still talking. To, we're still talking about them. Yeah, but you know, I'm always trying to make it shorter, but you don't listen. Sure. Um. Okay. Go ahead and move on. At fight, everyone asks. In over a quarter of our games, we have Good now Let's just fight everyone. Let's fight everyone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. In overall, a quarter of our games, we have now conceded three or more goals uh, and have been shut out in a quarter of our games. Which which do you find more concerning, and which do you see being more easily fixable given our current roster? moving forward oh that's a kind of a tough question because i mean at least when zlatan was here your defense was bad but you were in games because you were able to score goals or, or zlatan was able to score goals so you had to fix the defense and then his second season you know kind of the same thing like you know or at least at the beginning of the season it looked like you were trying to concentrate more on your defense where you know you seem to stay back a little bit more and you were just kind of scared to be scored on and now all of a sudden you can't score and now both of them have come you know up to the surface where all around you just suck you can't defend and you can't score um which one is more concerning well you know if you can't score you can't win games i would say when you have a when you have a a forward that is the most expensive player in the entire league not scoring goals, and you're one of your biggest problems is scoring goals. I'm going to say that's probably the more concerning one because when you look at our roster, you're looking okay. You got Felcher back there. You got Pipo. You got Steris. You got Insua. You got Bingham. You're gonna <laughs> let goals in. <laughs> you know, you're gonna let goals in. But with Pavon and Chicharito 
and legit and you know like everyone else that you build as you know better on the offensive side even Araujo you would think that the goals would be coming and you would have a shootout and that's not happening so I would say that you know not scoring is probably a bigger concern um, or being shut out is a bigger concern uh, what do you guys think yeah, dude, it's a seesaw. It's the same, you know, you go back and forth with that. It's but like, I mean, definitely right now there's no one scoring. And we don't have anybody that's reliable as a, as a striker. So, but again, it's again, seesaw, seesaw, seesaw. So again, defense. And I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to take a Silicon Valley approach and I'm going to say middle out. Um, we have no midfield. Um, yeah. You saw tonight, Perry Kitchen looked completely gassed. He was... He was done mm-hmm. by by halftime. Uh, Jonathan Dos Santos has been non-existent this year. Um, yeah, and I don't think he's going to reheat. Nope, I don't think he's going to reheat either. Uh, Joe Corona is uh, injured. Um, oh, he's back on the eighteen today. Yeah, yeah. But uh, look, we we can't we can't control the ball. We can't hold the ball in the midfield. That's why we can't score. That's why we can't defend. Because right now, if we're if we're if we have a decent midfield, if let's say we had two killer you know, Diego Chara style midfielders guys who are just going to win the ball back and distribute. No one is doing that. The The galaxy right now is piss poor from goalie to striker. There is nobody of quality. You see flashes from Lejet. You see flashes from Marajo. You see flashes from, uh, you know, Pavon. Pavon is not consistent enough like, for me. I feel like all of these individual players with their individual skills just gets drained in this team when they're together. It just gets yeah. drained. I yeah. mean, because 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 GBS's system relies on individuality. Right. Um, there's no team cohesion, and so um, and so we lose the ball a lot. We lose the ball a lot. Oh, yeah. A lot. Yeah, and yeah. it was. And remember, two years ago or or last year, we were looking at the at the the way that we were playing where we at least were creating a little bit more chances. We held the possession by by far. We weren't winning, but we were holding possession. All of that seems to have gone out the window. Yes. And now things have gotten significantly worse. But we don't have a midfield right now. We can't control the ball. If I mean, you know, I, I can't remember the last time the Galaxy uh, in, these la- in these last games that we've lost, I can't remember more than a three or four sequence passing uh, yeah, sequence. And, well, this, and, this and game, it looks, uh, it, it seems, it really does seem it. like every time a galaxy player gets the ball, their first instinct is to beat their man on a one-on-one, and they almost always get either double team or they lose the ball. They get put into a bad situation. They're forced mm-hmm. into a bad pass, and then that that they they get killed on that transition. That's all it is. That's yeah. all it is. It's like again, it's the simple thing that drives us crazy. You know. My kids, my kids, uh, 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 AYSO level soccer team, the recreational team. We had, we had a, uh, a coach one year where he was instructing his goalie. Every time his goalie got it, boot it to the other side of the field. And, and they were, and that's how they trained it. Get the ball, boot it to the other side of the field. I want it, I want it to go almost to the goalie. And I'm like, you guys are giving up possession. Why would you do that? You're just giving the team the ball back, this so they is, can come uh, again. So and, familiar, and 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 that's what the galaxy seem to be doing. And you know, I forgive the guy who's volunteering to coach kids 
who doesn't know anything about soccer. I forgive that guy. GBS makes a million dollars a year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, second part of that question, uh, which do you see being more easily fixable given our current roster moving forward? Poof. Yeah. The, jerseys, um, the, the way the jerseys look, I think that's the easiest <laughs> piece. <laughs> I, I actually ironically want to say that the thing that's easily fixable based on our current roster um, is probably the offense, actually, uh, because I, I've said it before. If you put in a different coach on there, they, I you know they may not be world beaters. They may not even be MLS Cup contenders, but they're going to be more competitive they're the, the the galaxy look like like the way they're playing they obviously look like they belong in last place but based on the roster that they have they are grossly underperforming i think another coach does significantly better with this squad and i think they score more goals There's no, um, nowhere else other than up <laughs> right yeah pretty much yeah that's one way of looking at it is like you can't sink any lower um, if you're not scoring any goals, any goal that you're scoring is is a you know is a step forward. Um, you know we we talked about how GBS's attack was very one dimensional; that there was no creativity. Another coach can very easily unlock that. So I want to say that offense is actually a little bit more fixable if you put the right coach in there. Um, at imat four thirteen asks why no Bingham? Well, he lost his starting spot a, a few, few games, uh, ago. games ago, but you know as Klinsman. And I'm, I hope that the rest of the fan base is finding out it's not the goalkeeper. It's the team itself. It's the lack of a midfield. It's the lack of a defense. It's uh, the fact that this team, you know, ball watches, uh, that, that there's no protection for the for, for the back line, that there's no heart in this team to, to, to scrap and to and to, you know, fight for each other. Um, it's not the goalkeeper's fault. Uh, you can put Bingham in there once again. It's not going to make a difference. You're still going to get, you know, four or five goals past uh, past you. Um, and just the way it's, it's not Clinton's fault it, uh, for for you know the last couple games, it's just the defense is, is just not really doing any uh, doing him any favors. You know, I don't think that there was a goal tonight where you're saying, "Oh, Klinsman could have done better there, or he should have got that." It's just, you know, it's a penalty, it's a golazo, it's a guy left by himself, you know, a point blank header. So I mean, it, it's stuff that the goalie, you know, kind of. Not much you can do. Um, uh, Bingham, Bingham lost his starting spot because he started playing Battlefield with Chicha. There you go. See, it all, it all comes full circle here. Uh, let me see. Sports Tweets Turka asks, what needs to change in order for the Galaxy to rise above the competition in the Western Conference? Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing. Got to get rid of the top we, we guys. Need, uh, we need the rest of Western Conference to fall into a hole and uh, not come out. <laughs> there you go. And and um, then maybe, <laughs> and then maybe we might have a shot, right? I mean, because um, you know, because that's what happened to Colorado, and we're still not above them in the standing. Yeah, exactly. Oof, that's horrible. I knew that was leading um, to that the whole time. The whole <laughs> I time. found a way. To I was like, I was like, like, oh, here it is. Here it is. Oh man. Um. All right. So at Pontius Fan four four five asks hypothetically. Could a bunch of fans storm the Galaxy offices and physically remove Klein and his stuff? Hypothetically. Well, I mean... You go to jail. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure, you can do that. <laughs> I mean, communism works in theory. In theory. 
Go uh, vote. So I, <laughs> go what? Vote. <laughs> what? I said go vote. Go vote. Yes, please go vote. Um, all right. Um, August, uh, uh, Augusto Juarez asks, if you were asked for your plan to fix the LA Galaxy, what would that plan be? Give five steps. Um, so uh, I'm not sure if you're asking me as, you know, if I am uh, like just me or if I am the president. Uh, so, I mean, obviously the first step is, again, you, you get rid of the president. You hire a competent one, one with a winning mentality, one that's going to change the culture. Um, if you're asking me if I'm the president, what do I do then? One of the first things that I'm going to do um, is, you know, fix the infrastructure that has, you know, some of the things that I find that are basic and are a given when it comes to a, a club team. For starters, I am going to put in a Scouting department. Galaxy do not have a scouting department. Baseball has a scouting department. A fast one. And you're telling me that a sport like soccer, international, where scouting is absolutely essential, you don't have one. That's one of the first things I'm doing. I am putting in a scouting department. I am putting in an analytics department. I'm getting them to work together to see, okay, what kind of player am I looking to bring in and once I get that you know I'm going to go ahead and break it down does this fit our system I'm going to make sure that the GM and the coach are all on the same page on you know what I am trying to build they're all working together all these pieces are working together you know the GM is is getting the players that the scouting department is telling him this is the guy that we should be bringing in this is um these are the stats. These are the, 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 the micro stats that we're doing. And, you know, you're going to want to get this guy as well because it's going to complement this and all the way that works. And then you're going to want a coach that is, again, is going to fall in line and saying, this is what we're trying to do. This is how we're going to do things. We're going to need you to, we're going to give you the players. You're not going to be able to handpick your players. We're going to give you the players that we're saying, this is going to be how we're going to do this. This is the system we're going to run. This is the style that we're going to play. And you got to make sure that everyone is on the same page. I'm not sure if that's five steps or not. And obviously, you know, you want your, you know, your your youth academy. You you want to make sure that you know. I think for, for what it's worth, I think DTK is doing a, a pretty good job with you know G2 right now and what he was doing. Um, you have some players come up. You know, you're going to get some players that are going to be sold to Europe. Araujo is you know, obviously going to be one of them, um, but. You know, you obviously want to expand that. You want to get a lot more people into that academy and um, show signs of, you know, growth. And, you know, you want a lot of kids coming in there to, to have more options uh, go through that system and potentially make your, you know, first or second team and potentially sell them um, in line with the philosophy that, we, you know, that you're trying to implement here. Um, right now nobody's on the same page right now. Everyone's okay. I'm going to try this and see if it works. Everyone is trying to, you know, put a bandaid on this. They're trying for a quick fix. There's no long-term plan. There's no, um, you know, there's no real direction. And you can say this, you know, falls on DDK, but it doesn't, it falls on Klein. Yeah. You know, you know what I wouldn't give to, for a player to say right now, any one of our players to say, 
and 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 those of you who've been listening to the pod for long enough will know how much it it, it hurts me to say this, or or how how ridiculous it's going to be for me to say this. You know what I want our players to say? I'm not here for a vacation. <laughs> I'm here to win. That's what I want to hear from our players. Well, I mean, the irony. Um. Yeah. All right. Uh, do you guys have a plan? A five-step plan? Uh, pupusas, pozole. <laughs> um, Should have no. started with the pea no, food, no, Bobby. No, no, no. I know, I know, I know. I know. Platanos. Platanos. <laughs> Papayas. <laughs> one more, one more. Come on. Plato de pollo, de pepe. Um, no, uh, what's it called? Uh, I was, no, I mean... What Lewis kind of went over, uh, it was two, two things, was uh, the scouting and the academy, of course, just make the academy, you know, continue to be more robust. But the scouting, everything else that Lewis said, I mean, that's kind of standard shit that teams yeah. do in general. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, like, it's not really that much. The one thing that really needs to be completely revamped is the culture. They need to realize that the legacy, the five stars, everything, that's over like that was one chapter in time. This is a whole different new generation, new decade, and we need to start seeing it in a point where we need to start stacking it up again and get better and be great. Not yep. saying that we are because we're not anymore. That's over. That's wiped. Yeah. That's like exactly. this last this mm-hmm. last season has completely cleaned up the chalkboard. It's not there. The, there's no lesson there anymore. You can't point at it anymore and be like, "No, five, five stars." You can't do that no more. It's it's Mm-mm. not there. So yeah. We need to start. It's getting annoying at this point. Yeah. So we need to start creating new equations and start, you know, uh, bringing up lessons. I don't know. I was trying to keep on that analogy, but I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> or metaphor. Or All right. But, yeah. All right. We'll go on. Matt La, La Ro- Matt La Rochelle asks. Who told us Yanni was fast, and why did we all believe he would make a difference? Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the same people that same people. Uh, scouted Siani, the same people yep. that scouted Shelvik. And yeah, I was going to say, the, the same people who told us that Shelvik was the next man down. Um, but in, in all fairness, I think we all said it uh, in our episode, uh, Yanni me importa, saying this guy's <laughs> not going to make a difference. He's not going to make a difference. Like Until he shows that he will or he can, I'm not going to believe that this guy was a savior. He never was. A no, he was never a savior. He was just a, I also don't yeah. think anybody can make a difference right now or be a, di- yeah, like, exactly. like, it's just, it's just you shit. It's just shit. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. you, if you put a, yeah. if you put a flower in shit, it's still in shit. Yeah. Um, okay. So, um, Oscar Benate asks, should we keep GBS for the last three games? Do you think we make a playoff run if we win on Sunday? So here's the thing. Uh, I think we talked about this. What? GBS is going to be here for the last three games. It's pretty obvious. Um, there's actually no point of letting him go right now because you don't have a replacement to 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 to, uh, to coach the last three games. If GBS is out, I have to imagine that his entire coaching staff is out as well. Um, so 
you would literally only have Dominic Kinnear, and that's not happening. So it really doesn't make sense to do it with only three games left. Um, do you think we make a playoff run if we win on Sunday? I'm sorry, we're not winning on Sunday, that's what I and was we're not at. making the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. we're right, not making on. the playoffs. No, if we yeah. make the playoffs, I'm gonna be pissed. And this is a this is a season yeah. where MLS expanded the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to make it like easier for teams to make the playoffs. Yep, and like we literally two teams. Yeah, literally two teams will be out of the freaking playoffs, and we're one of them. Oh, my goodness. Uh, absolutely embarrassing. All right. At Brother Sledge asks, how many years until this team is worth a damn again? You know, that's mm. all relative. It's all, it's all, it, it all depends on what yeah. it's, It could be next it year. It all depends on what the changes are. <laughs> it, you, yeah. you know, you laugh, but it could. But, I mean, it depends. Again, it's all relative on what what, what choices are, are going to be made after the season and who comes in and who shows up, you know. Uh, but I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, this is, yeah, we, you know, for years already, we've been saying that this is, this is the transition. We're getting, we're revving yeah. it up. You know, we're going to be good mm-hmm. next mm-hmm. season. No, you know. No, yeah. And I think I'm with Bobby there. It's like, until you show me otherwise, I'm not going to be hopeful. Like, I don't care who you sign next year. I don't even care who the coach is. Like, you better prove that you're able to win. You better prove that you're able to change, you know, the style and you get the most out of your players. Until then, I have no reason to hope anymore. Um, I'm with Bobby there. I need to see results before I get any of my hopes up. And it has to be consistent. You know, one or two victories isn't going to turn me anymore. It has to be a very consistent um, style of play, very consistent, uh, consistent competitive style of play uh, for me to say, oh, okay, we might be turning a corner here. But yeah, uh, we we don't know when this is. But it also has to be, you know, in the off season as well. Like the 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 style of play, the 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 amount of how much they want to play and get wins has to start even before the season. You need that's where you see it. I mean, we I I was I I kept going after it uh, this season of how we looked, and I'm like, dude, this is how we look. This is how we're gonna end up being. And I was like, no, it's preseason. No, dude, this is look at. Check it out. Look at how everybody's look how everybody's talent is not aligning. Um, it's you, it has to be off the field and on the field. The, the uh, you know the the amount of uh, them showing how much they are involved and are dedicated to the team. Um, but again, it's also the cult. Like again, again, you know. But these are like right now. I, I'm not sure all of them are feeling it this way, but I know in the beginning of the season, the, this is a team that felt like, the, you know, like we keep saying, the privileged team, you know, where they feel like they're, you know, they're the luxury team. They don't got to worry about it, you know, and it's hitting them in the face now. And I don't think the next season or whoever's going to be here is going to feel that way anymore. And that's why I'm saying the culture needs to change. They got to stop feeling that way. The five stars are gone. Yeah, I agree 100%. Um, uh, Mark Villa asks, how bad does the Galaxy suck and how poorly run is the team? Um, he goes on to say, well, Daniel Steros is our longest tenured defender. Chris Klein is our president and Joe Von Karofsky still has a job with the team nine years after Jack McBean was eligible to get his driver's license. Um, I think he was kind of answering his own question. He's just kind of there, but... You know, how bad does the galaxy suck and how poorly run is this team? Just go ahead and let, pop in any episode in the past four years. Or just years. rewind all of this. And you'll, yeah, or just rewind all of this episode <laughs> and you, you'll get a good feel as to how much we suck. Um, at Larry Jr. asks, do the galaxy have two or three open DP spots next year? Well, neither. You got one. Um, and that's if Pavon doesn't 
or if Pavon gets uh, his option bought, um, which I do not see happening. There was a report saying that the Galaxy have turned down and saying that we're not paying the $20 million. Um, and by the way, the $20 million is still the figure that people are saying. Um, there is a little bit of, a, I don't want to say controversy, but you know, Teclosa has said that that's not the actual offer. Um, but either way, it doesn't look like Pavon is going to come back for different no, reasons. I mean, whether because, GBS is not going to be here, I don't yeah, think exactly. why Pavon is going to come back. Yeah, if when GBS if GBS isn't here, I don't think Pavon is. I mean, it, you really have to go out there and say, look, this is what we're going to do. This is the culture we're going to get. This is, you know, what we're going to do going forward. And as long as, like I said, the people at the top continue to be at the top, that's not going to happen. They're just going to again throw something in there and hope it sticks. Uh, there's not going to be a long term plan there. So, um, short answer, more than likely, they have one uh, in Pavon's spot. Chicharito um, has the second spot, and he's not going anywhere. He has a three-year contract, guaranteed contract. Um, a lot of people are, 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 you know, with the rumors of, you know, being loaned out to Chivas or with an option to buy. That's not happening. Um, no one is going to want an out-of-shape, out-of-form guy who's not giving a shit about soccer right now. He He's unmotivated. He, his, he has projects on the outside that he seems to be more – uh, interested in and you know he has an inflated contract nobody's going to want to pick that up so he's not going anywhere we're stuck with him that, that's the bottom line so um that's a dp gone right there or dp slot gone uh jonathan dos santos covers up the final uh dp slot and he still has i think one more year i think maybe yeah, two more years maybe two um and so the, the only way that you can Get him to stay, which, by the way, look, I I think he peaked for us, to be honest. I don't think he regains his form I, unless, again, you get a new coach that, you know, just kind of like lights a fire under him and unlocks what, what yeah. yeah. Um, he's not coming back. Well, again, it's it, it's a matter it's a matter of of uh, the the culture of the club and and the way that it's the way that it's run. I think that Jonathan has become complacent in yeah. in allowing to to live the LA lifestyle and focus too much on living the LA lifestyle versus living uh, the the professional athlete that plays for the LA Galaxy lifestyle and that you know and I think that we see that across. The, the gamut, you know, the yeah. fact that Chicharito went out and announced his own injury report is part and parcel as to what the problem is. Yeah. Um, and no, we no one within the organization is willing to go out and take that responsibility and and to and to sort of manage the way that that things happen. And we talk about Galaxy North Korea. Uh, you know, they don't give out information or anything like that. But I think that uh, you know the fact that. They're letting their players sort of, you know, be the personalities that they are maybe on social media and, and, and make their make it more about their lifestyle rather than the the the, the athlete side of them is yeah. a big, big problem. Yeah. Although, to be fair, if everybody I'm sorry, yeah. If the Galaxy were winning, nobody would have any problem with what they no, were doing. No, with no, no, but media. it wouldn't be a problem if they were winning. Because then that yeah. means that they were focusing on the right, right. things. Exactly. And that, and that's kind of like what, what I was saying. I, when 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 you're winning games, nothing else matters. That's the whole point. You know, um, if, if they're winning games and they're – You can have freaking they're COVID. Good. As long as you're winning championships, you can have COVID and go be out there infecting people. Fuck yeah. 
<laughs> Fuck yeah, I wore it 32 years. Shit. Um, <laughs> uh, so the only way that you can open up another spot, uh, DP spot, uh, next season is you're going to have to restructure Jonathan's contract where he's going to have to take a pay cut. Well, and you'd have to, you have minute, to have him up. And I don't there... think that's happening. Isn't there also uh, things changing with the CBA next year? Uh, they, sure. uh, things were supposed to change this year. They pushed it back a year because of that. And, I, and my right. guess is um, that there's going to be because of the way that that they're getting rid of Tam and and now it's all going to be uh, general allocation money. They're gonna they're gonna have to restructure the way a lot of this stuff works. So I think there's a an avenue to maybe get Jonathan under that uh, that that DP. And or sure under the gam it. cap rather than the uh, the DP cap, or you don't fuck it, sell it. Yeah, uh, again, sell it all. <laughs> again, it's it's not a, a guy that you're going to be able to sell. Although he might be easier to sell sure something you because you can sell him to America. You could, yeah, I, yeah, I think like he, he would be a lot easier to sell than than, than Chicharito. But I don't think that's happening. Um, I think they're probably looking at the option of trying to negotiate with him to go under the DP you know, salary. Um, but that's the only way you're going to get two DP spots. Remember next, next year. Remember at the beginning of the season when the questions we were getting were how many goals does Chicha have to score in order to be a success? And all of our answers were like 15 to 20. Yeah. Yep. Wow. What but that was everybody. I mean, everybody. I mean, we had uh, Will Forbes on the on the show, and yeah, he said 100. Yeah. percent He's Will, scoring 20 goals, no, no problem. Yeah, Will Forbes and his takes. <laughs> Katai uh, is going to be better than uh, Alessandrini too, right? <laughs> there was, a, I mean, there was a lot of. I mean, to, to be fair, we were all hopeful. Oh, except with the exception of Bobby, we were all hopeful. Yeah, but we about also but, a lot but, of the, the signings. But the number, the number of goals that everybody was expecting. I mean, of course, we were not going to put it up at the rack of Zlatan. But, you know, we were trying to, like, gauge it to, like, something realistic. Yeah. You know? Something realistic. And, and I think one of the most compelling arguments is, like, fuck, if Zardes could score 15, why the hell could Chicharito not? You know? And so, um, by the way, Zardes is scoring goals and Chicharito is not. So, you know, shows what we know. Um, at Brady Bird asks, how is Daniel Starr still on the roster and how do we get Klein out of there? So we've answered the second part already. Uh, we storm into his office and physically remove him. Um, <laughs> and then uh, how is Daniel Starr still on the roster? Well, like every other player, he has a contract. You can't just cut him. Um, and even if you wanted to, once again, the, the, the club is or the team is poorly built. You have him, you have Nick DePew, and then if either one of those two guys gets injured or suspended or whatever, you bring in people Gonzalez. That's your option. You probably would want Steris in there. It's not a better op. I mean, it's not a significantly better option, but I would rather see him in there than people. But it's at this point, it's almost like a sidestep. Um, but again, it, it goes back to how the team was was built. It, it's poorly, poorly built. Uh, no scouting again on um, on people's part. Although to be fair, we all thought he was going to be good because you know he's coming from Italy and he was. He was very good uh, in his time with uh, Columbus before he went on to Europe. So we figured, why wouldn't he continue that form here? So, you know, whatever, I guess, you know, whatever. We got him on the way down. Lucky us. At, uh, at Jones Owned asks, why are the players so inconsistent with their individual performances? They're not being set up to, to 
succeed. And I mean, it's as simple as that. It's it's a uh, it's it also has a lot to do with the the opposing team. I mean, obviously you have uh, different styles, and because there's no there's no style, there's no identity to the team. It's just up to them and and how they perform or, or the decisions that they make on the field. It's it's not. Uh, I mean, it's not hard to see that. Yeah. Um, at Gidget Girl asks, when will this nightmare end? Um, short answer: when we, when we wake up. Yeah, exactly. When we wake up, or when the front office wakes up, or actually when ownership wakes up. Uh, that's what it is. Again, uh, I, mean, I, I know I keep saying that when Klein Beckerman, you know, is gone, things will change and things will get better. But um, as I said in my job, there, you know, our our top manager, um, they, they get rotated every. Or the supposed to get rotated every five years, and uh, currently, right now, we are eagerly awaiting the rotation of our current manager. And I say, just be careful what you wish for. You never know; there could be someone worse. It may not seem like it right now, but there's always somebody worse. So it's not necessarily a guarantee that when Beckerman and Klein are out, that things would get better. Things could possibly get worse, but. If you're not doing anything, nothing is going to change. You're going to have to at least try to do something. So, I seriously don't um, see anything end. getting worse other than like the players catching fire on the field. I just I don't see anything getting worse than what it is now. I I I, I would like to believe so, but things can always get worse. I know things We're can at always the get worse. We play horrible. At, we get score like like, at, like there's no there's no worse than this. It is just it's just it's just it's just the same. Again, we're at the bottom. Uh. There's no, there's no I, more I, bottom I, to go. We can keep digging our our way down there. Um, actually, no, that was our. We could, we could get sold. We could get, <laughs> we could get sold and be run like RSL or Dallas. Yeah, I mean, it, that. it, it, That's not we, we really can. Not for you know, years, there really could be. Well, we'll see what happens. That's actually our last question. So uh, thank you to everyone who, who submitted. We, we appreciated every single one. Um, we made an entire show out of it. So, um, yeah, th- thank you so much. We'll probably end up doing that from now on as far as, you know, um, I know all of Galaxy Twitter was on Twitter during the game. So I'll probably tweet some, you know, uh, before the game ends, each game ends, I'll say, you know, ask any questions for us when we record, um, whenever we decide to record. Um, and we, you know, get a little bit more uh, feedback um, in that way. Um, I, I know we ran long, but I did want to talk about, we, we have touched on it. Uh, you know, Chicharito not playing in the past two games. Um, we know that he was benched by GBS, uh, started on the bench the, the previous game. Um, Gonzalez gets injured and, and Chicharito comes on. Uh, the, the, the game before that, he gets pulled in the 52nd minute and um, when asked why did he do that, uh, GBS said because he needed more goals and he needed more offense, which was a hell of a thing to say. Um, now you have your star player not playing last Saturday against LAFC, has yet to play a game against your arch rival. And the interesting thing about that is that uh, Kevin Baxter had said that he was not listed on the injury report leading up to the game. Yet that was the reason he wasn't playing, that he was injured. It was a hamstring issue. Um, 
and then GBS said something about, you know, we're going to have to evaluate him um, in training and see how he does. And depending on how he does in training, you know, you might have to get an MRI. And then, David, you had said that's interesting because you would think you would get an MRI before he starts training. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah, it, it was something really fishy, you know, the way he was answering those questions. And there was something definitely behind the scenes there that obviously we're not supposed to know. Then the day after that, he says, you know, uh, he's on uh, does on a day to day basis. We're going to, you know, take it like that and see if he's available uh, for Wednesday's game. And this morning, Chicharito puts on his Instagram that he was not going to play. He, he he basically ruled himself out of playing uh, in the Portland match, even if. His injury is legitimate, and based on everything that we know leading up to that, and all the just speculation that's that's going around um, with, with him, his teammates, his coach, uh, you know, his his um, hobbies and activities outside of the soccer field, um, you know, it, it, it's not a good look when he is saying that he's out. Usually, you wait for a team announcement before you say something. Especially for the Galaxy, who like to keep this, like you said, like kind of close to the vest here. They don't really, you know, take that, you know, put out that type of information. Even if the injury is legitimate, this is a really, really, really bad look for not only him, but for the Galaxy. And I'm sure the Galaxy have taken notice of this. Um, what are your, what were your initial thoughts when, you know, that was, uh, Revealed. Mm. What am I going to eat tonight? <laughs> For, um, honestly, like I, I, I well, didn't think did anything eat? of it. I, uh, what did I eat? I ate chicken catch story. Right. Um, I, I, I didn't really think anything of it. Uh, I, I, I saw it and I went, hmm, because it's just another. It's it it it's like a pebble in in a fucking you know pile of boulders. It's 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 got it it's bad. It's already bad. Is you know he a mean? boulder? I mean, he's already a boulder, though. I mean, this is th- this is a huge boulder. That's what I'm saying. The statement of him announcing his injury and his unavailability for the game seems like a pebble on a pile of boulders. That is already the the. Fucking, you know what is that called? The the rock slide of of Chicharito. Bobby, what about uh, you? Uh, I honestly didn't care. I actually thought it was better. Um, <laughs> I rather at least we knew. Yeah, I I mean I, yeah. I I I rather play without him. Honestly, I rather have him not oh, on yeah, the field as well. You know, um, mm-hmm. and I just just don't care. And like it, so and then we're already, like, I'm already like, embarrassed. Like Galaxy is already embarrassing me. Like he can't, what he, what they're like the the politics of all of this can't embarrass me more than what I'm already being embarrassed with. Yeah, actually, that's actually true. Um, but but for me, it was it wasn't about him playing. It wasn't it wasn't about him, you know, missing another game and being compared to Gio, where he's faking an injury and he's not playing. It's like you know that's beside the point. He, he's he's ineffective. Um, whether he's on the field or not, we're not winning. We're not scoring. Um, but 
you know, th- this this saga is only in its first year. And as I said, he's not going anywhere. Can't. He cannot go anywhere. We're not buying him out for the final two years of his contract. We're not eating another, what, 12, 15 million dollars. Um, and you're going to put in um, I, the, the question that was asked, you know, what's more likely to happen? The, the oh, Uncle Dishwasher, that's who asked it. You know, you're going to put in a coach that, you know, that Chicharito is going to want. And again, you, you are once again bending over backwards for a guy who doesn't deserve that type of treatment. Not after the the attitude um, that he has towards his team right now, currently. And you're putting in a coach that, you know, again, it's a culture. You're, you're, you're not, there's no plan here. There, there, there's no long-term plan. There's no there's no way that you can say that we're putting in this coach because he's going to fix everything. He, he's going to be put in there to make your star player happy. And again, it's it's another horrible decision by the front office, another horrible signing. Um, and it's as Bobby said, I mean, it's just it's just embarrassing enough as it is. What, what's upsetting me is that I know that this is going to continue because of it because you're not getting rid of the guy. And now you have to, you know, if you have to like hold his hand in order to do this, you're still in same shit you always were in um and you have another two years of this so you know yeah it may it may be yeah i mean it, it may be a small pebble there but i i think it has you know longer lasting effects simply because you know these antics aren't going away anytime soon and that's sad let me ask you guys do you think you see chicharito play again in the next three games at all no no he's he's done yeah, He's I don't, I don't think so either. I'd be very surprised if we do. Yeah, um, I'd be the same way. I, I Either because he's going to... But I mean, I mean, if he's got a hamstring injury, he's not coming back this season. Right. And if he doesn't have a hamstring injury, then we'll see him again. Um, which means, which means, you know, he was, he was uh, faking the injury. Do you think he really... Uh, uh, that, and that's what I was going to say. Do you really and think and whether he... Whether he is or not, that is what everybody is assuming. I also don't care about this right. either. If he is faking it, whatever. No, I, I, and I don't. I don't care. Yeah, and that's the thing. <laughs> and, and that's the sad part. That's the sad part. Because it, because if he's faking it, it's one thing to say that he, look, man, we need him to win games and he's faking as what the fuck's wrong, you know, what the fuck's your problem? But, yeah. But he's, but, he's not going to make he a difference also, on the field. He also does not signify Galaxy to me at all. So no. like so like it doesn't yeah. matter to me. Like he's just it doesn't matter to me. Like he like he shouldn't even be on the field for me. Because and when he is on the field, he's not even there. So like to me, there's like yeah. there's nothing I'm missing. There's not I'm not missing anything. Yeah, I mean uh, on the field, no, you're not. But uh, again, when, when you have a guy who's the most expensive player in MLS and he doesn't want to play. Um, and he's potentially faking an injury and he's, you know, not caring about the team and nobody 
is being held responsible for yeah, that. Yeah, well, that's well. Nobody's saying who the you know. Well, I mean, we we I've that, been complaining that, about that for many that really podcasts. Me. So I mean, whatever. But yeah, I, but I'm just that's but, what really. But that's where me. I've gotten to this like. I'm, I mean, I'm a little animated for the show, but mostly I'm in a Zen mode now, where I'm like, yeah. You know, like oh, here comes the game, yeah. and then we get scored on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I I, I knew that was I coming. Know. Fine. All right, turn it off. Yeah, it's yeah, it's um, yeah, whatever. Um, yeah. So so Chicha, <laughs> so Chicha was uh, on on Twitch streaming uh, during the game. Yeah, yeah. The uh, again, I so think the upsetting part is that no one's being held responsible for he this. He wasn't watching the game while the play, while the team was playing. No. Why would he? I just, that's, that is official. That's that, that is official. Like, anyways, David, that that is official. That is like that act is actually uh, what happened. It, or it, you... it, it looks like it. Um, I'm I'm looking around to see if I can uh, uh, take, confirm. Take a grain of salt from Dave. Take a grain of salt. All yeah. right. Is there any last yeah. words? Okay. Because this is already two hours. Um. I, I I yeah I know so 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 my last thing I was gonna say um you know if you watched the game tonight I'm sure you did uh you heard Taylor Twelman after being down I think two or three zero he's ripping the galaxy apart um uh, again a nationally televised game um every MLS analyst is is going after the galaxy right now uh, it's going after the probably the front office and obviously they're they're taking a note of it or at least I hope that they are um. Everything that these guys are saying, they're just highlighting exactly what you're not going after, but they're exactly, yeah, yeah, they're calling these these guys out, and um, more so than just GBS, it goes a little higher up. Um, but he's also, but he also called out the players on the team. Um, he brought up Zlatan saying, like, look, you know, everyone complained about Zlatan that he was too hard on them, he was too mean, and blah blah blah. And Zlatan was saying that these players are soft and whatnot. Um, and he basically sides with Zlatan, I was agreeing back um, then, saying that you know. Yeah, you were agreeing back then, and I, I said the same thing. I say American players are they're, they're soft. Um, that that's yeah, that they're absolutely soft. Um, and if it was Zlatan, then and and again we said this, and today Taylor Twomlin said it. You know, then if it was Zlatan, then you need to respond. He's gone now. What's your excuse? So it turned out that Zlatan was correct, and you know the fact that he kind of you know call out the players. In this, I mean, it, it shows you how low that this organization has sunk. That you know, now that the team itself um, is just, um, it's just no good. Uh, these players aren't worth a damn right now, and you know, and it, it's obvious that most Galaxy fans want this, and you know, the entire roster just cleaned out. And again, it can't happen, but, oh, yeah, but um, we wish just we the fact just that the you know. Yeah, but the fact that you know uh, these, like I said, these games are on national television, and you know, back to back times that that, that uh, the country was able to see the Galaxy perform the way that they do, that, that they are, they have been. Um, it's embarrassing, and you know, it's it's time for a change. Um, and I, I'm not holding my breath on this, but you know, hopefully AEG is is watching this and listening to this, and you know, hopefully something is done. I, I'm not holding my breath. I, I honestly believe that. Uh, those two guys are, for whatever reason, untouchable. But you know, here we are. Again, anything? Last words to actually end it. Uh, what, one last thing, just to to end this on a really somber note. Um, it's been it, yeah, it's it's been said a lot um, on on a bunch of different podcasts, and um, 
we were we were not fortunate enough uh, to be able to work with uh, Daryl Grove, who um, is from the Total Soccer Show. He passed away uh, from cancer uh, this week. Um, a lot of people uh, talk about this guy and 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 about what an impact he had. He's a guy who was uh, really early on uh, in, in terms of uh, pod, soccer podcasting and and really championing american soccer uh and and you know he didn't have to, he he was he was from your you know he was from uh from the uk um the guy from everything that i've heard um was a top class guy funny warm caring uh and and uh you know i'm i'm a little bit sad that we didn't get a chance to uh to work with them. Um, I know they were on our list of, uh, of people to reach out to during the balls and beer season where we, uh, were, were getting a guest every week. And I think we just were never able to work it out. Um, but a guy like that, I mean, uh, as being part of the soccer podcasting community, um, his, his, uh, shadow looms over, over, uh, everybody in, in the impact that he had for, uh, for a lot of different people. I mean, if you listen to the Cooligans or, uh, or Jason Davis and his show and, and uh, tons of other people. He's, he's a big uh, part of this uh, soccer podcasting community. So uh, I just want to say, you know, RIP Daryl, um, you know, uh, it, there's a, I believe there's a GoFundMe to, uh, to help support his wife uh, who, uh, who's, who's now have uh, left to, uh, to kind of deal with the aftermath and uh, what I'm sure is uh, going to be a ton of uh, medical bills. So uh, if, you uh, go go to the Total Soccer Show's website and uh, and their social medias. And if you can help out, please help out. That's all. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening to this episode. Wait, what episode was this again? 206. 206. 206. <laughs> Saying goodbyes, uh, David and Lewis. Good night. Bye for 26 minutes. Just short. And this is Bobby. See you guys at the next loss. Sad but true. Thank you for listening to LA Is Our House. Make sure you check out our website, laisourhouse.com, where you can find all our social sites. Also, listen in to Balls In Beers, our weekly MLS prediction show, where you can find on iTunes and Spotify. Hit that subscribe button.